Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me every Tuesday and Friday to talk all about Bravo TV. On Tuesdays, I report on all the latest news stories happening in the off-screen lives of our favorite Bravo celebrities. And Friday bonus episodes range from one season wonder recaps, Bravo celebrity product reviews, book club discussions, very random deep dives, and so much more. Sit back, grab your drink, and enjoy the show. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell, and today's show is jam-packed with stuff. I do have to say, I well, episode 139 was one for the books, and not in the good book section, the really, really bad dud section. So again, sorry about that. Not only was I just butthurt about podcast stuff, but I was butthurt about real work stuff. I basically sent something in that I've been working on for about two months to the client, and they receive it, and they say they hate everything about it and nothing works and everything needs to be changed in one week. So the past two weeks, I have just been running around like a chicken with my head cut off, attempting to do a photo shoot at last minute in a pandemic. It's harder than you think. So bear with me. I'm back. Episode 140. I'm almost caught up on every show that's currently on. Again, just give me a little bit of a break. I have the three-part Salt Lake City reunion, and then I can properly roast these hoes. <laughs> we have Jen Shaw obviously had like her rant, but I'm going to be talking about that next week with a great guest, and I'll have, see, I'll have seen all three reunions, so bear with me there. And also the Mer- Meghan Markle, Oprah, Harry interview. I haven't finished watching that because I'm working on another project that will be out on Friday's bonus episode. So I unfortunately had to prioritize that over the other thing. So bear with me. This is still going to be an amazing episode, but tune in next week for those topics. Anyways, Bravo fans are rejoicing everywhere because there is now talk that there is going to be a limited series starring Housewives from different franchises that will be all together in one location. They're thinking it's going to be Mexico as the location, and it's going to include eight housewives, and they're just going to do their thing. Fight over rooms, fight at meals, throw glasses, you know, everything. And you know what? If it's in Mexico, there's definitely going to be a pool involved. There's definitely going to be some poolside tears. So Anthony Dominic, who used to work at TMZ, was talking about the show on Twitter, basically saying that they're looking for 10 women to put in this house. And they supposedly have eight of the 10 so far. Right now, they're saying Melissa Gorga, Teresa Giudice, Lisa Renna, Kyle Richards, Kenya Moore, Cynthia Bailey, Ramona Singer, and Sonia Morgan. So two from each major franchise 
We don't have anybody from Potomac, but they're currently filming right now. So there could be a potential overlap on that. And they seem to be all current housewives as well. I would love it if it were all women who used to be on the housewives shows. I feel like they would actually have like really raw conversations about how fame has changed them and the post housewives life and how you kind of try to rebuild yourself. Because like we saw with that one guy, what's his, I can't remember his name, but he was on the Cosby show or something. And he was an actor for years, couldn't get work, started working at Trader Joe's and the internet exploded and started like harassing him and making him feel as if he's not, you know, supporting his family in an honorable way. And the same goes for these types of women. You know, I can't see Tamara Judge going to Nordstrom and saying, hey, can I work at the Chanel makeup counter? That is the last person I'd buy a $42 lipstick from. But I also just can't really see that happening. And I know a lot of these women end up going into real estate, which, you know, we can have real estate wars. Speaking of, Kelly Ben Simone from formerly from the Raw Housewives of New York, recently said she has sold already $50 million in real estate in New York and Miami in 2021. So I guess she's the only one doing well this year. Uh, joke's on us after all these damn years. So I'm excited for this show. I'm waiting patiently for more information. We don't have anybody from OC. We don't have anyone from Potomac. We don't have anybody from Dallas. And these, again, these names are just up in the air random, but I wouldn't mind Cynthia going and maybe adding in an Ashley Darby, a, I'm trying to think from Dallas, who would I actually want? DeAndra has really good television. She's so self-centered and, <laughs> like, and gets really drunk. So those two things, recipe for an amazing housewives, recipe for great television, and unfortunately, recipe for a lot of tears. I'm excited for this. I'm waiting for more information and of course we'll report back. But let's see, let's see what happens. We've been asking for this for a while and I think Bravo is looking to find alternative ways to use these people, which I think is a good thing because the more I think about it, the more I feel as if the Real Housewives franchises could be potentially coming to an end. I kind of think OC could be the first one that, you know, dies on the vine, you know, of course other than DC and Miami, but our society, I think, wants less and less of these like very rich women, like even myself included. Sometimes it's not really relatable, especially now when so many people are out of work, so many people can't pay their mortgage, and we have someone like Cameron Westcott who's like, you guys, I have a realtor coming for four hours. How dare they? You should be lucky you have a home. You should be lucky if someone's buying your home for what, five plus million dollars. And you should be lucky that, you know, you are gifted this life, please. Like, please, please, please have a little bit of empathy for, you know, the real people in the world. Again, I know like we watch these shows because it is like a certain escapism. You know, you can't really escape reality too much. Like when people around you in your entire country is, you know, collectively struggling together. So we shall see. I hope this is going to be like the challenge on MTV. I used to really be into that show and then I dropped off like every other reality show other than the stuff on Bravo. Speaking of shows that are not going to happen, Lisa Renner from the Royal Housewives of Beverly Hills teased on the internet that her family will be getting their own reality show. She has two daughters, Delilah and Amelia, and husband Harry Hamlin. Not just Harry, always Harry Hamlin. I will never forget seeing his full name in her cell phone. I do love Harry Hamlin. I just rewatched Mad Men. I as I've talked about 350 times on this show. His character is a real jerk, but he's a great actor and what an amazing show to be a part of. 
we initially thought Rena was going to try to make Delilah and Amelia kind of the next Gigi and Bella. That did not work. So they have quickly pivoted to a Kendall Kylie moment. She posted a photo a couple days ago with the long fake nails, a skin color that's like 15 shades darker than her. She definitely went to the tanning salon and was like, hey, here's my punch card. I finally reached my 10th tan. Do I get one for free? And they're like, yeah, you get one for free, but you don't get to choose the color on the spectrum that you get. You just get whatever we tell you. And then she's basically looks like a racially ambiguous girl. Everybody obviously went online and were like, hey, honey, you're blackfishing. If you don't know what that means, it's kind of pretending to be black. It's when like white people or just non-black people use bronzer, tanner, Photoshop, basically what every single person does right now, especially in those filters. I did a filter a couple weeks ago and I did like my studio tour on Instagram and I looked like four shades darker and I was like, wow, all of a sudden my like dark circles under my eyes are gone because I'm all of a sudden tan. But we're, I'm going to actually use what Delilah Bell said as my excuse. I'm receiving a lot of comments in regards to my latest photo. I'm being told I'm blackfishing. Thank you all for educating me on this topic. I recently went on vacation to the sun. Must be nice. And with my Italian heritage, I tan very easily. There is no self-tanner involved or intention of looking darker than my own natural skin color. I had a lot of fun in creating this look with my with no malice, intention, or offense. I always find it funny that like nobodies are like, I was just working on my look, just trying to get this look, just want to get this look. Like, do something else with your time instead of putting together looks for likes. Like, it's just pathetic. But I have nothing else to expect from a 19 year old girl who grew up in Beverly Hills. Do you guys remember when she like tried to get an apartment? She's like, okay, I have like $5,000. It needs to have an Ingram pool. It needs to have a butler. It needs to have glass fridges like Yolanda's house. Yeah, you know, these girls are so out of touch with reality. So I'm not surprised. One thing I will say is that she did say, <laughs> I went with my Italian, my, with my Italian heritage. I tan very easily. Who's Italian? Is Harry Hamlin Italian? Is Lisa Rinna Italian? I had no idea. And also, like, when your skin gets olive because you're in the sun, again, it doesn't look like this. It doesn't look five shades darker than your neck and hands. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But as she dates Scott Disick, she's slowly morphing into a Kardashian, kind of like Sophia Richie, kind of like all of them. And it's unfortunate that people can't just embrace how they look naturally because she's a pretty girl. But this is not this is not the best look. This is definitely an Amelia's Dolezal situation. And hopefully she's a little bit more mindful with her pictures and whatnot because this is just bad. When I saw it, I like gasped and had to be like, is that Amelia? Or is that like Chloe Kardashian doing face tune to look like somebody else? But it, like I Chloe Kardashian's face is amorphous. I think a lot of people don't realize like, oh yeah, like when you dress, when you do cosplay of black women, but don't really have, I don't know, any of the discrimination or struggles of being a black woman. It's a big problem. It's not a, it's not a good look. Granted, like her sisters have done it. Most women on Bravo are slowly but surely doing it. Like Lala Kent with her fucking mannerisms and calling herself Tupac reincarnated. If that's not just a form of hijacking another person's culture then i don't know what is but yeah amelia and scott it's just so bad his hair just keeps changing and like i was talking about a couple episodes ago it's he's basically getting the the male version of fangs which is like a mohawk and dyeing his hair pink like it's just it's so bad and she posted a picture of him on her instagram the other day her like nips are out and she wrote my dream man he doesn't even follow her on instagram come on and like we have all been there we've all been there the guy who's quote-unquote your dream man he is not he has his eye on his ex most likely 
and just trying to make someone else jealous by dating an even younger thing than her. Yeah, and I don't know if he's trying to make Courtney jealous. I don't know if he's trying to make Sophia jealous, but he's not doing, he is not in this relationship out of love. He's out of this relationship out of convenience and the ability for her to post a photo of the two of them and it make headlines and me talking about it right here. So let's pass on that show. This also did remind me all of the fake Tanner stuff. I'm so deep into old seasons of Beverly Hills and it's just, it's been a joy. I'm, I'm starting episode season five probably tomorrow because I'm finishing up some Roni stuff for another project. Tune in on Friday uh, for actually a really great show. But I forgot about the whole, I forgot about a scene where Adrian went to Lisa Vanderpump's house and got fake Tanner all over her white chairs and like just like got like passed her arm lightly against like a couple other chairs as she was like walking around the party and got more self Tanner on everything else which actually again now I'm thinking about it the other time I've seen that is when Kim and Courtney were having a fist fight and their self Tanner got all over the walls of their home so ladies word to the wise you don't need to put that much self Tanner on you know, just have olive skin like Amelia Gray and you'll be fine. We have really devastating news coming out of Southern Charm. We have some devastating news and some not surprising news. But start off with the devastating stuff. Patricia Alchul's butler, Michael Kelkhorst, recently suffered an acute spinal cord infraction, which is often called a spinal cord stroke. And this tragedy has caused significant nerve damage and impairment in his body. And of course, he is being treated at an amazing hospital in Atlanta. But unfortunately, this is incredibly serious. Michael's, I think, in his 60s and has suffered this major stroke and is also being hospitalized in the middle of a pandemic. So fortunately, doesn't have the ability to have guests or people coming in and out to see him as much as one would like. Michael was such a ray of sunshine on the show. And I know he was like Patricia's right hand and you know, how, how is she going to drink a martini at 5 p.m.? Like, I wonder if she even knows how to make a martini. I doubt it. And it's just, it's just really devastating to see someone be sick. And I will say he arguably is the only person on this show with an ounce of actual charm in him. I've got to say, he's the only one. I, so I started kind of getting into a hole about Michael and Patricia and all of these articles that they've done together. And at one point he was saying his prized possession and what he collects are antique pewter ice cream molds and i didn't know what this was until michael said it and it's like literally like pewter like which is like a a metal ice cream mold so it's like you put i guess like pineapple ice cream in a pineapple shape or cookies and cream in a dolphin shape (laughs) rocky road ice cream in the shape of a rose I found that very, very sweet and innocent. Uh, And I'm also going to buy some pewter antique ice cream molds. Wow, I'm actually looking at them online and they're so pricey. Oh, they're so cute. You can get like pugs. Oh my gosh. I wonder if Patricia has one of these. Oh, I love it. Yeah, like I'm going to start using vintage pewter dog ice cream molds totally devastating news. Keep Michael in your prayers. I don't even really pray, but I've prayed for a man like Michael in my life to drive me through a McDonald's drive through in a Rolls Royce. It's just devastating news, and I hope and pray that he will have a full recovery. And he is just a stalwart in Patricia's life and subsequently my life. I'm going to Charleston in May, and I'm going past her house, and I'm going to bang on the door and get real-time updates on how Michael's doing, so I'll keep you guys posted. So, as I was saying, 
Michael's situation devastating. This situation, not surprising. Catherine and T-Rav are back in custody court. Back in December, T-Rav put in another claim for Catherine being unfit and that he would like to seek full custody of the children because he plans to move to Aiken, South Carolina and the kids and would like to enroll the kids in a private school there, which is about two and a half hours from Charleston. So now on February 25th, it was confirmed that Catherine Dennis has temporarily lost custody of her two children and will now have daytime supervised visitations with the kids every other weekend. In 2019, they they agreed on 50-50 custody, but Thomas gets the final say on all matters. So it's really 51-49, and the fact that they gave 50-50, I think, is just cruel because he gets to make the choices anyways. But honestly, at this point... At this point, I just want to tell people contraception. I know if you're really into God or something, you don't believe in contraception, but this is what happens when you have willy-nilly sex with (laughs) random people, decide to choose to keep the baby. Yes, you could afford the baby. Yes, you can give the baby all the things they want in life. But when you don't have any stability in the home, that creates problems. And these poor kids are now just being shuttled back and forth between Charleston and Aiken. Now they'll see their mom every other weekend for supervised visits. When Tahirav is the person supervising visits, that's a problem. She, you know, is young and is clearly partying and dating and is a reality star. Like, it's not surprising that she doesn't want to sit at home with kids every night. And I get that. But, you know, you also made this choice when you decided to have a kid with him. And it's like month after month after month, literally my first episode of the show was talking about how he was arrested and how their custody battle might be in her favor because he was accused of the assault. And he did the assault. So let's not forget. I don't know what's going on in that household, but I do find it really devastating that she's losing her kids on such a a a major level like every other weekend is nothing it's like i I mean i don't have children and so i can't speak to how much i want to see my own kids but it would probably be a lot and now that again i've been watching beverly hills housewives again and brandy talks about how in the divorce like it was devastating he was cheating on her but she also lost 50 percent of her children and at a time when she really felt like she had nothing her kids were taken from her too. And and so I, I empathize with Catherine in this situation, but I also don't think she's an angel. And, you know, she's a young woman. She's probably a little selfish. She started having kids really young. She didn't have, I mean, she may have had a hoe phase, as we saw on television, which is probably not the most becoming quality for a woman um and there's only just like six or seven seasons of footage for a court to use to back up claims about her being quote-unquote potentially unfit but supposedly t rav is saying again that she had gone on a trip to north carolina with her boyfriend caleb and that they went with another mutual friend of theirs then he had witnessed a lot of cocaine use during that trip and Catherine had cocaine within grasp of the children which he thought was dangerous again Catherine, he's been saying Catherine does cocaine for years and years and years. She did lose all of that weight. Again, I said it was probably more of a methy vibe, but hey, cocaine does the job as well. He also said, and so then it also seems like Thomas DL hired a private investigator to watch her and to get dirt. And basically he was saying that a man, that this man witnessed Catherine leaving the home with the kids unsupervised on multiple occasions, noting one time in July at 1.48 a.m. and one time in August at 3.17 a.m. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. And I've got to say, these are late times for booty calls. 1.48 a.m., I feel like the booty call cutoff is 11.30 p.m. And again, that's when you don't have children or responsibilities the next morning. And it's it's a questionable choice. When you make that choice, you need to know anything pretty much after 11.30. Your next day will probably be littered with regret, but at least you got that data. Also, these time frames scream uppers. (laughs) Thomas also accused Catherine of letting the kids run wild and unattended. I guess one time Catherine's father was watching the kids and he fell asleep. And Saint was found outside roaming the streets by himself. A neighbor found him, called the cops, and brought him back. Honestly, like, they've been going back and forth for so long. And I really don't think either of them are really fit to be good parents. Can they just drop Saint and Kenzie off at Cameron and Jason's house? I feel like they probably have a happy home. Very quiet. Not a lot of riffraff. And and they can just have a seemingly normal life because... This is not fair. T-Rav also said a couple months ago that he was going to get married to his most recent baby mama. So I'm not sure if they're going to get married, if that baby's going to live with them in Aiken. I will say T-Rav's new house in Aiken is stunning. Again, he is a trust fund baby. And so, of course, he would just get a mansion because he's breathing. Who knows what's going to happen with Catherine, but I'm hoping she's okay. She's gallivanting through Miami. So it doesn't really seem like that's a problem. I did notice Caleb posted a photo of her on Instagram and he made the caption. It initially was skinny little ting. And I initially saw ting and I was like, oh my God, please tell me fucking Catherine is not using like Jamaican slang like that. Like we don't need that. (laughs) And then a couple of days later, I was like back on his page doing some research for something. Again, like research in quotations. What am I doing research? And it's changed from skinny little ting to sassy little ting. And so maybe he didn't want to highlight her her weight loss considering she's been um, accused of doing cocaine time and time and time again. Just own it, girl. Own it. Like Dorit, like Gia Judice, everybody's doing cocaine lately. So just lean into it. I'm just kidding. You're a mom and have responsibilities. Don't do cocaine. 
<laughs> she did say last month to decider online that she does want to have two more kids in a dream world and she would love to have kids with Caleb too. So it's just a matter of time before that happens. And I just, I just have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. I was thinking as I was going through all of this, like if I have one son, I'm terrified he'll become Whitney. Not like Whitney's bad jokes, but like a kid who's like, I want to live in a loft. I have a mustache. I don't want kids. Like, I don't know why I feel like I would have a Whitney kid. So we also have some news we have to congratulate. Hannah Burner from Summer House for getting engaged with comedian Des Bishop this past week. I just finally caught up with all things Summer House yesterday. I truly watched five hours of it and it was so good. Oh my God, poor Carl dealing with the death of his brother. It was just devastating to see that. And I hope he's doing better. And I hope that news didn't derail his work and all of the progress that he's made on himself with his sobriety journey and his just kind of new outlook on life. And I'm just so turned on by him. He looks so good. He looks so healthy. And 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 I'm really happy for him. That was a total diversion, but gotta love it. And also Lindsay with that guy, Stravi, who's like really trying hard. Like I hate when people are like, I don't understand why you can't pay attention to me during the workday. It's like, Lindsay, if he was in an office, he still wouldn't be paying attention to you. Just because he's at home doesn't mean he's not working all day. If he's on calls all day, he can't play tennis with you or go in the pool. Like he's working. He's working. He needs to make money. Lindsay, your job is hanging out by the pool. And there's just a big difference between between that. And of course, it's not a problem when Danielle busts her butt at work and is busy all day. But when it's her boyfriend, it's a major problem. And I felt so bad for him when he tried really hard for that birthday dinner. He got her the food from the restaurant where he asked her to be boyfriend, girlfriend. He got her that beautiful painting after he took after they went on all these trips this past year. And she's what, expecting more? Well, what do you want? What do you what would you really want from him? And I don't know what she wanted a ring. That's what she really wants. And you can't put that pressure on a guy or cause he's gonna cringe. He's going to leave. And what did he do? He left. Poor guy. He's handsome. He puts up with her shit and she treats him like a dog. And I, I I'm not I'm not crazy about that. And I I like Lindsay. I think she's funny and she's a constant state of activation and it's not becoming at a certain point. Like, get over it. And I know she's trying to have a life that she wasn't given to, you know, have a family and have children and have a life that she wasn't given. But I really don't think by like pushing someone away after they really tried hard to make you feel special on your birthday is really a, a good way of doing it. <clears throat> but again, what do I know? I'm not Hannah Burner. I didn't get engaged after five months of dating a man 15 years older than me. So they got engaged this past week. And it's so weird. I actually like know Hannah's cousin's husband. I mean, what a stretch. I know Hannah's brother's dog walker's second cousin's boyfriend. But I randomly know him. I, I noticed her. I noticed him in one of her Instagram stories. I was like, wait, what? That's so crazy. So maybe I'll try to get her on the pod. I don't even want her on this pod. I just want to go on her pod to get exposure for my pod. Pod swap. Um, but, but, but. Yeah, so she got engaged, which is really ridiculous, all things considered, with her situation with Luke this summer. And people have been like really ragging on her like she's being crazy. But I don't know. I, I really feel like we have all been there. 
I've definitely liked guys where I'm like, you're my boyfriend. He's like, we sleep together. Like, you're like, um, you're not my girlfriend. Uh, but you know, it, it happens and you form an attachment and he is you know, telling her he loves her and messaging her and they're hanging out and spending evenings together and doing X, Y, and Z. Like, of course she's going to start feeling like they're more than just friends, but you know what, honey? Also, month after month after month after month of you hanging out with this guy and you guys are not being sexual with one another in like a, in a real way. Like what's the problem? Like you sit up on your podcast talking about eating ass and doing everything. Like why wouldn't you eat his ass? Like what's the, what's the difference? Like I think a move needed to be made and he wasn't making it. And he said it on the show. He's like, I didn't want to have sleep. I didn't want to sleep with her because I knew she would take it out of context and she would have you know, really started to like me in a different way. And, and it's unfortunate, but it's like, again, girl, it happens to everybody. So at least she found a cutie from Ireland to marry. He got her a really nice engagement ring. It's like a big, pretty circle with a big old diamond on it. And yeah, I mean, what else is there to say? She then was like, normalize wearing rings with really ugly nails and i just want to say like honey give your hands a thorough washing we all know how to wash for 20 seconds birthday song then take your pics and then also what she had to do was like be funny like she's so funny like and like take a picture with like her wedding ring but like it looked like her wedding ring her ring finger was like giving the middle finger you know just to be quirky don't forget two comedians ha 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 we must always be funny we must always be funny and that's like something that frustrates me with comedians. Like I love Nicole Byer from the Why Won't You Date Me podcast. And she's like funny and confident and beautiful. And I really like listening to her, but she always will talk about going on dates. And she's like, I need to be the funniest one. I need to be the funniest one. It's like, you don't always need to be the funniest one. You can kind of just like sit back and enjoy someone else's company. Of course you're funny. You literally get paid to be funny. It's your career. It's your life. It's your future, but you don't always have to be funny. You can like be sensitive in a moment where you're like, wow, I'm engaged. This is amazing. Let me take like a nice picture with my bow. Like I don't need to be funny all the time. So just in case um, Nicole Byers listening, cause she's not busy with 600 amazing jobs at all times. But I just want to say, like, you don't always need to be funny. Like, I, I don't know. I, I used to feel like that. I always used to feel like, oh, my God, like, I need to, like, be constantly on. I need to be performing for guys and reminding them how funny and charming and great I could be. And then I'm like, this is fucking exhausting. This sucks. This sucks. One, it doesn't let them shine. And two, it's just, yeah, exhausting when you constantly have to be on. And so that's my tip of the day from a perpetually single gal living here in New York City. I could be a Hannah Burner. I just need to meet a man 15 years older than me. So if anybody has a son or ex-husband who's single, <laughs> please send them my way. <laughs> just kidding. But I will say five months is really quick, but she was saying like they moved in together this summer and like things kind of isolated really quickly. So good for her. Paige said that she's going to be hiring Bolo from the Atlanta Housewives dungeon party for entertainment for her bachelorette party. And I want to say, please, can I get an invite? Because I need to see Bolo in person. I feel like like camera adds 10 pounds. Like I feel like the camera potentially added like 10 pounds on that D. Like I need to see it in person. Like I, I don't know. I wonder if he has an OnlyFans, which if he doesn't, That'd be crazy, but honestly, I feel like if I bought his OnlyFans, like I would actually like, like pleasure myself to it. Like I, it wouldn't just like be for fun, like business stuff. I know we've gone, we've gone off a, a 
the, off the rails here, but I really do think, I think it actually can be good for my mental health. It actually could be really good. <laughs> now I'm thinking, I'm like, Michael Bolaware, OnlyFans? How do you, I've never even been on OnlyFans. But if I do get an OnlyFans, <gasps> he's on it. Oh my God. Oh my God. You guys, it's $25 a month. Last time, oh my god! Last time we posted something was on March third, and it says acrobatic in the pussy. Show some love. Oh my god! Then he, oh my god! I'm gonna probably buy it. I can't see any of the photos, but it says I like when it tastes like peaches and cream. Show me some love. One says heavy. He says, are you enjoying the view? He says, bring your ass here right now. Show some love. You still vegan? Oh my god! That's probably that is me. Oh my god! Am I your Valentine? Let me set the mood. Show some love if you feel the red light special. I love an old soul. Sing that shit with me. Oh, my God. I'm just here for a quickie. Now give me my shit because I got to go. Oh, my God. I, a damn gymnast and a pussy. <laughs> Gonna go ahead some. Oh, my God. I fucking leave him and send him home with some fuck faces. <laughs> I'm going to buy this. I think I have to just take it off my <gasps> warming things up for y'all. Been a while. Daddy's back. <gasps> Daddy. Oh, my God. These are videos. I'm, like, speechless because I need it. <laughs> I need it. His thing says, I am not a porn star. I'm a bad motherfucker on the dance floor, though. Appreciate you all. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. This show has ended on a very steamy note. I know what I'm going to be spending for $25.95, $24.95 a month. Yeah, you can get the bundle for $112.28, which is a discount of 25%. So you guys, if you want six months of premium bolo content, go to OnlyFans.com. Oh my God, why am I so fucking stupid and like considering it? I'm like, it's for research. I've got to know. And God knows Kenya Moore has paid for it. She's like, if I wasn't in that goddamn room, I better see that dick. Like, I don't care what it costs. She can afford the bundle. She probably saved the 25% and I'm happy for her. Even though the slut shaming, it's not a good look on her. Anyways, that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. As always, I just appreciate you guys listening and coming back week after week. Next episode will be an absolute banger. We'll be talking about Meghan Markle and Bethany, Jen Shaw's rant, Stassi's new podcast with Bo. You guys, please, please save me from that misery. We don't need it. We don't need it. But give me until next week. Again, that's another one where it's like, I need someone on the inside to listen to her Patreon and send me some clips, send me some audio recording. I probably can go on Reddit because the people on Reddit are freaking hawks. So I have a feeling they will be able to find all of the information that I'm looking for. But please, if you have any information on Stassi's podcast, send that to me because yeah, I'm not giving money to that. I'll give my money to Bolo for six months rather than giving $8 to those fools. Thanks for listening. Enjoy Friday's show. It's really, really good. I'll give you a teaser. It's an interview with an old Roni housewife. I'm very excited to chat with her and have a great rest of your week and we will chat soon. Bye. Oh my God. I'm also doing a Zoom right now and I just saw my hair. I look crazy right now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bye.
Thanks so much for catching up with me, Megan O'Donnell, on this episode of Bravo Happy Hour. Until next time, be sure to follow Bravo Happy Hour on all social media platforms and feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any hot, juicy gossip or just to say what's up. Stay tuned on Tuesdays and Fridays for more episodes of Bravo Happy Hour. And if you're loving the show, head on over to Apple Podcasts and give me some love in the form of a five-star review. Thanks for listening and have a great rest of your day. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.